You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a loaded week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, Mercury finally exits Virgo after nine weeks and transits into Libra, giving us the urge for harmonious social exchanges. Venus finally leaves the shadow phase of its retrograde, shifting us out of the regressive cycle. There will be five quincunx alignments in total over these next seven days, which can show us where we lack self-awareness. And Mercury is making the most configurations this week, causing us to work on our mindset and interactions with others. So the vibes on the graph over these next seven days is mixed bag due to the variety of transits we have this week. From the second all the way up to the sixth, imagination and confusion will be present, intersecting psychic energy, mental vibes, plus romantic energy, and the smidge of good luck energy. With an odd mixture such as this, it could be a week where we vacillate between using our logic and intuition, especially that beginning part of the week. We may be having moments where we're trying to use our rational mind with things that may seem unquantifiable and then also trying to understand things on an extrasensory level when we're really needing to look at the facts of a situation. So some of this could cause us to feel a bit off kilter. Some of this can cause us to be in our heads. Some of this can cause us to feel a little conflicted when it comes down to romantic issues with that romantic energy there. But also there is a smidge of good luck energy popping up and so there may be some opportunities where we may end up getting a nice break from some of the obstacles that are going on around that time. Emotional sensitivity and ambitious vibes will be present from the 6th to the 8th. With the harsher tones of the weekend, we might feel motivated to make some changes in some ways, especially to complex areas of life that we might have avoided. Because a lot of the times when we have these harder alignments, it helps us resolve crucial matters and it also helps light a fire under us so that we can get things done and move forward from these situations. So yeah, what a week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. The next three days will be chock full of Mercury transits. Monday brings in Mercury making an opposition with Neptune, which could lead to cloudy thoughts. Usually when Mercury and Neptune go into this opposition, it can pronounce moments where we have more misunderstandings communication-wise and maybe things getting lost in translation, maybe the way we're reading something or trying to ascertain something. So there could be moments where we definitely need to take our time and make sure we're going over every crucial detail and make sure we're distinguishing fact from fiction especially with that because there can also be clouded judgment with an energy like this. Due to the clouded judgment that generally comes with an energy like this, our minds might be hazy and our perception of things might be off. And so this is also what leads to misunderstandings in communication and really just not understanding the facts and details of something that may be important. So if you have any documents that you have to sign or any subscriptions you have to go through, projects, contracts, memberships, make sure you're reading every single detail possible or if you have the luxury to, go back to the information or even a conversation that you might be having when you feel more clear-minded. Also, this can point out where we might be avoiding issues that we don't want to deal with, leading to escapism. So sometimes it could be because we're feeling drained and we just don't want to be bothered. Other times we could be evading someone because we're too nervous to either face truths or more or less deal with problematic scenarios that need our attention. And some of this may be the theme of the week too because we have more Neptune stuff or more planets connecting to Neptune through this week. So more or less, this is one of those weeks. 
where we need to really stay on top of things the best way we can. At least Tuesday brings us a Mercury transit that allows for us to be more mentally sharp. And so this is where some of that contradictory energy was popping up with the imagination confusion and the mental energy because Mercury making a trine with Pluto helps us become mentally focused. It helps us become mentally strong. This is the kind of alignment where you zero in on the details of a situation and you're able to use your logic plus intuition in a way that's balanced. And so for this reason, we may undergo moments where we're having clarity on certain things. We're having those aha moments. Maybe if we were feeling that we can think on Monday, we're able to actually focus on things and we're able to think more clearly and see what direction we really need to go in. While also resolving really complex issues that need our attention. One of the great things with this is it's excellent for having deep conversations and connecting on a profound level with others. So some of our interactions might have more of a meaningful tone to them on that day. This is also excellent for speaking the truth and being able to convey truthful things to other people or finding answers to things that may have seemed like they evaded you for a while. Coming back to speaking the truth to others, this comes off in a way where people are receptive to the truth more so than being more defensive. And it's not as if these truths are mean truths, but they're truths that more or less mostly you probably wouldn't say on a normal everyday basis. But contrasting that energy on the next day, Mercury's making a sesquiquadrate with Jupiter, which has a different effect to it. With an energy like this, people tend to tell tall tales more than anything. In other words, this tends to be one of those alignments where people are stretching the truth in a lot of ways. Jupiter tends to stretch out things. Jupiter exaggerates things that it touches. So combined with Mercury, our planet of communication, this is one of those things where it can turn into dealing with people who spew out a lot of hot air. This could also show up as being very braggadocious because of that stretchy energy, because of that inflated energy. We could be having conversations with those who are a little unbearable because their behavior is pious or very opinionated or very braggadocious. So this is where this energy brings in a lot of annoyance. Also, this is one of those energies where you want to make sure you're paying attention to the details again because, you know, just when we thought we were safe with that Mercury trying Pluto, this alignment pops up and it can confuse things and make it so that we're missing important details. So do the best you can when this energy hits because we have another confusing alignment on that day with Venus making a quincunx to Neptune. And because this is a quincunx, it could show us where we lack insight about ourselves. This is one of those energies with Venus and Neptune where we might see where we lack self-awareness when it comes down to our romantic situations and financial matters. And this is one of the final alignments from the Venus retrograde cycle. Venus is still in post-shadow for a few more days. So now we're closing this out with the alignments that we had back in July. The last time this transit appeared was on July 15th when Venus was still in the pre-shadow causing us to review dysfunction when it comes down to those romantic situations and our financial issues. So this could have showed us where we have blind spots when it comes down to those things, where we have destructive tendencies, high expectations when it comes down to our love life and even our finances and in some ways with our finances that can show up as entitlement. It can show where we're frivolous when it comes to spending. It can show the propensity to ignore warning signs when it comes down to circumstances regarding love or money. And energy like this gives us the opportunity to see where we need to course correct in these scenarios. But since this is a post-shadow alignment, it could help us in terms of seeing exactly where we were going wrong and what we need to do in order to fix these things. On the 5th, Mercury finally leaves Virgo after nine weeks and enters Libra. So yeah, Mercury is finally moving on and into a new sign. And as much as Mercury and Virgo is a great pairing and happens to be the home planet of Virgo, at this point, I think we're ready for some fresh energy. Sure, 
Mercury and Virgo is excellent in his regular format, but with all the retrograde stuff that we had going on, it really kind of zapped the joy out of that alignment completely. As we lead to the scrutinizing every detail that we had with Mercury and Virgo, we shift to a more harmonious approach that's more concerned with socializing, more concerned with peace and one-on-one -on -one relationships. Mercury is our planet of communication, how we process data, and what's going on in our minds. So placing it in a communal sign like Libra gives us the need for harmony in our one-on-one -on -one connections. Our thoughts go on making everything fair for the other people in our lives and as well as ourselves, because this is also about balance within our one-on-one -on -one relationships and overall our personal life. So in Libra, we deal with the gentler side of the planet, Mercury, and we start taking a more easygoing approach concerning these interests interactions and our mindset. Now, even though there are going to be some harsher transits that will hit this Mercury, we could find ourselves feeling more at ease mentally. So even with some of the harsher transits that are going on, we might find ourselves being able to ground our energy much easier than typical. Under this influence, we could feel more understanding when it comes down to the people that we're dealing with. We could feel more open to compromising with others, especially just to keep things easy and to keep things light, just more or less to keep the peace with things. With a vibe like this, we might notice more reciprocity when it comes down to our interactions with other people. So there's a less selfish tone when it comes down to the way we communicate with others and vice versa. So instead of being self-interested in our conversations, we start realizing that it's important to relate to others. It's important to have these even exchanges with others and really listen and take in what the other person is saying to us. And for this reason, it could be a time where we're diffusing drama a little easier. It could be a time where we just yearn for peaceful encounters and things that make it easy. It could be a stage of making concessions for other people without getting annoyed or feeling as though we're being taken advantage of. Under this alignment, we think more judiciously. Our sense of justice becomes more revved up in Libra energy. And of course, this doesn't have to be chaotic or anything crazy, but more or less, again, it comes down to fairness. Sometimes this fairness could be advocating for others and it doesn't have to be in a controversial way. It could be in a way of just looking out for other people and doing what's right for other people. Sometimes it's making sure that someone else gets the extra slice of cake because everybody else had their piece. And if it is something harsh, it could be something like standing up for a coworker that's being treated unfairly at the job. But our sense of looking out for others becomes more revved up in this energy, which I think is a beautiful thing. Stimulation wise, we could crave things that are more aesthetically pleasing. Libra has a lot to do with aesthetics and beauty. And so our interest could go on those things. Sometimes that beauty could be through clothes and makeup or other things that are actually really pretty or beautify helps us beautify ourselves. Sometimes this can translate into enjoying art or something really creative. Sometimes that could look like going to a nice gallery. Sometimes that could look like doing something cultural or hanging out in places that have a very sophisticated ambience to it. Another way we gain mental stimulation is through socializing. Socializing becomes huge in this energy. As I was saying in the beginning, we consider the other and the other happens to be close unions in the case of Libra. It could be some of our bigger groups of friends that we're really close with as well or you know especially dating when it comes down to Libra energy because we always talk about romance when it comes to Libra energy but this could be a time where you're focusing on both this could be a time where you're getting together with friends more or communicating with those you're close with more sometimes we can have family members that we're really close to and we're communicating with them more or getting together more with them and of course romantically this could be a time where that's more revved up than normal so this could be a time where people are really laying it on thick in terms of charm in terms of 
flirtation. So you could be dealing with those who have a way with words if you're single. This also ushers in a little bit more of the committal types. So commitment oriented people might seem more prevalent at this time. For those in already established unions, this could be a time where you're having more amorous exchanges with one another and reaffirming the way you feel about one another. Of course, there is a lower vibe to this energy as there is any time a planet changes signs. And with Libra energy, as pleasing as the energy is and as harmonious as Libra energy is, it does come with some things. And some of that can be people-pleasing behavior. So if you're really not wanting to rock the boat in a situation, this could be a time where you might be fawning a little bit more, which could be problematic in itself because it doesn't address the issue. One of the lovely things with Libra energy is, again, it loves to keep the peace. However, sometimes keeping that peace can come at a cost to you and you're accommodating everybody else rather than speaking your truth and caring for your own needs, which in turn in this energy can turn into passive aggressive behavior. It can turn into resentful behavior. It can turn into covert aggression and petty behavior. So even though it does suck to disrupt the peace, sometimes you do have to speak up so that way those things don't happen because there's nothing worse than resentment and built up angst and disappointment because you didn't speak your mind in the situation. Another thing we need to be aware of under this alignment is we may not be as decisive as we normally are. Libra energy tends to weigh things out and so we might find ourselves getting stuck in that where it's just like one option seems good but the other option seems good but then again I don't want to make that choice because if I make that choice it's going to cause a problem here so we have to be careful about that. This is the kind of energy that teeter-totters on that so that can also be problematic as well. Also we have to be aware of playing both sides under this alignment because that tends to be another one of those energies where you're trying to please both parties but there's sometimes no pleasing either one. Again this is one of those things with Libra energy where you know it's hard to disappoint others but sometimes that's not the right thing to do and other times you could be really putting yourself in a predicament because you're not making choices due to trying to keep the peace and make everyone happy. But aside from all of that I am ready for this fresh energy. I'm sure everyone else is. Let's soak this up. And of course, like I was saying earlier about Mercury and Libra, right out the gate, we do have a harsh alignment as Mercury is entering Libra. Mercury is making a quincunx with Saturn, and so this can create moments where we're having problematic thinking. It's problematic thinking because it's limited thinking. Sometimes it could be about coming from a fixed mindset. Sometimes this could be about a lack of vulnerability. Other times it could be minimizing our emotions or self-imposed restrictions that we're putting on ourselves, being too critical of ourselves and others. So this is where this energy can be problematic because it's a quincunx. It can show where we lack self-awareness in this area and we need to work on these things because not only is it affecting us, but it's also affecting our relationships, especially because Mercury deals with communication. This could be one of those things where we're having problems with our interactions with others because of those. So with an energy like this, it can show us where we're going wrong in these areas and why rigidity is becoming problematic. Sometimes this could also show up as devaluing ourselves and devaluing others in a lot of ways just downplaying another person's feelings or completely diminishing what they're going through. And it can also point out where we might be isolating ourselves from other people and why we need to build up a support system or if we actually have a support system, why it's important to reach out rather than suffering in silence. By the time we get to the fifth, we've got more interesting alignments occurring. Mars is making a quincunx with Neptune, so we have more Neptune stuff that's going on that could show where we lack insight when it comes down to impulsive behavior. With an alignment like this, it can show where impetuous behavior gets us in trouble. It can show where rushing into things gets us in a lot of hot water. So it can also point out where we're being reckless. It can also point out where we're being inconsiderate, where rash behavior has kept us stuck. And all 
also because we're dealing with Mars, this can show up as us needing to work on our temper, where we might be flying off the handle for no reason, and need to find healthy ways to channel our anger. One of the themes of this week is avoidance due to the quincunxes and Neptune stuff, and so this can show us where we're not doing what we need to, or we're ignoring important matters, we're being very careless about these things, because we're not really wanting to deal with them. Sometimes it could be that we're not taking action because it's too stressful to take action, and or we're just wanting to ignore it because it's too hard to look at. But some of those things can have unintended consequences, and so it's giving us that nudge needed to work on these things and take action, so that way we don't end up putting ourselves in a predicament. From the 5th to the 7th, Venus will be active, making two alignments, and also going out of its regressive cycle. On the 5th, Venus makes its second to last post-shadow alignment with the Sun. The Sun and Venus are going to make a semi-square, which we've experienced already. The last time we experienced this energy was a few days before the pre-shadow, but it still counts for the retrograde cycle, especially because of its angle. But this could show where we might have had entitlement issues when it comes down to our romantic life, where there might have been some issues concerning getting validation. Some of this could have showed up as doing wild things to get an ego boost. And it also could have came across as conceit with an energy like this. And even though this energy has its lower vibrations, it does have an upbeat tone at least, so it does bring a little bit of upbeatness to the week. So at least there is that. By the 7th, Venus moves out of its post-shadow retrograde, so we are done with the Venus retrograde cycles for another 18 and a half months. We will not see another Venus retrograde until March 1st of 2025. And that next one will be in Aries and Pisces. It'll go to 10 degrees of Aries and then backspin into 24 degrees of Pisces. So that should be a colorful one, but we will talk about that later on when we get there. And right as Venus is going out of its shadow, it makes its final post-shadow alignment with Pluto, which can show us problematic behavior in our love life and financial scenarios. We've already had an alignment similar to this with Venus, but it was with Neptune earlier in the week. And with this one being with Pluto, it can show where we might be too demanding in our relationships. It can show our need to control in relationships, where we might do things, get the upper hand in relationships, petty behavior, mistrust, and other problematic things that are going on. Also, this can be giving us the nudge that we need, that we need to start standing up for ourselves when we're dealing with power struggling people. So this could also be a time where we're learning that we need to take our power back. We need to empower ourselves in some sort of way. On a financial level, this could help us understand where we have poor management skills with money or where we may need to take our power back regarding money. Sometimes that taking your power back regarding money could be in situations where you may need to find a backup plan when it comes down to your job situation because you're dealing with a controlling boss. Other times it could be controlling family members or a controlling spouse when it comes down to financial matters. So this can point out these things that we're not really aware of or we're lacking insight that need our immediate attention in order for us to move forward and have healthier lives. So the 7th is an interesting day with that mix of transits and Venus going out of shadow. And we have one more that happens on that day that can bring in a fun tone, yet a problematic one. The sun's going to make a quincunx with Jupiter, which could rev up the wafting levels of arrogance in the air. One of the things that happens with the sun and Jupiter is the sun has to do with our ego. It has to do with our self-assurance, our confidence. Jupiter tends to be an inflator and Jupiter tends to be over-enthusiastic and overconfident. So with that combination combined, it can show where we might lack insight in that area. Sometimes some people don't realize that they're acting conceitedly. Sometimes some people are unaware that they may be braggers. So an energy like this can be very helpful in pointing that out. And sometimes it ends up manifesting in an event that causes that to pan out in that way. Meaning basically,
basically someone's either calling them out on it or something embarrassing happens where the person sees that maybe they're acting entitled and haughtier than they should be. But on a positive note, this can be a very upbeat transit. It could be very encouraging. It could be playful. It could be the desire to let loose on that day and let your hair down, especially after a week of crazy transits that we've experienced. So this could be one of those days where we actually do have fun. Although this is a quincunx, you know, it could still have its joyous moments. And of course, it can also point out where we might be irresponsible in that area since this is a Sun-Jupiter quincunx. And sometimes with Jupiter energy, we deal with irresponsibility. And so this may show up in a way where it's pointing that out to us as well. But other than that, it is an interesting week. And with a seven days like this, with the Neptune stuff and all these quincunxes, try your best to stay as grounded as possible. I would say use these next seven days as a time to reflect on the things that are stunting your growth and progress in life. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.